0: Hello, this is Matt Barbie with Time for Success Business Owner Moms Edition, and this is the show where we examine what does success mean to business owners who are also family moms and dads, uh, and uh, you know how do they how do they achieve that and. This is Matt Barbie, your host, and I work with business owners to help them to create the types of businesses that give them the lives that they and their families dream of. Today, we have uh, our, our wonderful guest, Ellie Wharton, with Radio 63119, which is this radio station. Say hello, Ellie.
1: Hello. Do I get to wave? Hello, <laughs> Yeah, everyone. Yeah, wave to the Facebook live. Okay, like, here's my um, parade right, wave. Right, right,
0: parade wave. There it is. Good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't on look fat line. on that. Yeah. No, no, absolutely not. No, no. Ra- uh, Facebook Live, like, slims you by, you know, 10 okay. pounds. Not that you need it, but okay. I'm just saying. Okay, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. No, no, yeah. no, no. But, uh, all right, well, so thank you so much for coming on the show today. Can Thanks you- for
1: having me. I am so excited. When you sent me that text, I was just like, wow, I get to be on a show.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's. It, you've uh you've definitely helped a lot of people you know with uh, the radio station here and um you know i know that you have a, a business show as well it's very popular in the community so um i think it's just a, it's a supernatural fit uh well not <laughs> so, a supernatural you know, but a super just, doo, doo, doo. natural fit that's right not paranormal that right like right. the other guy that you right, sometimes right. Bring yeah, on. <laughs> right, right right <laughs> see i am listening right right exactly exactly so so, Ellie, tell, tell everybody a little bit more about you and uh, what you do.
1: Well, you know, my background is radio and television. Yeah. From the time I was in first grade, my teachers used to say to me, you know, honey, you are so social. You know, and I, you know, that was the way of saying you talk a lot, but they used that for my benefit and for the benefit of the school that I came through and they made me the, the MC of all of the school
0: shows. Oh, no kidding. Yeah.
1: So from the time I was in first grade, I was always the MC of the show wow. and that really helped me to develop confidence. It helped me to develop my, my skills and it was just a natural fit. And they always told me when you grow up, you're going to go into television. You're going to go into broadcasting. It was like, okay, okay. Go by when I. (laughs) got into high school and you know 11th grade and they call you in well what do you want to do when you grow up you know i'm going into broadcasting absolutely and that's what i've always done and when i came um even when i've lived out of the country i still worked in in radio in Belize and in Panama and then came back here uh, after five years of living overseas my husband was ill with cancer at the time but we found out that there was the opening for the third-class FCC license low-power radio station here in this area and we applied for it and so for four years we worked with people raising the money getting the license and putting it all together and unfortunately he passed away a year before we went on the air but you know you know that you come in the door you get to see his picture he's smiling And waving, and he's glad that everybody is enjoying this great medium.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's smiling down from heaven.
1: He is absolutely smiling because every week and every day, he sees people just like yourself be able to come in and to do what you do to help improve the lives of people within our community. You know, I think about Chris and how when Chris came here, he does such a wonderful job with us. And again, you know, I, I just barely pay him, you know, and but he's but he's a happy camper. He comes in, he does the work, and you know what? It, again, it's for the love of community radio yeah. that people come and do this.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, the love of community radio and, and the love of the community, right? Absolutely. I mean, to, to empower the community, to, to get them the information that they need. And um, you know, so I, I, I really enjoy it. I mean, the, the Webster Groves community around here has been great. Um, as well so it's it's fantastic. So what uh, you, you said that you guys had to apply for the license and it took a while what yes, is, what it is did. that what does that journey look like
1: Well when we found out that there was the opening we really only had about six months to pull it all together. Wow. So we had to find a, non, a, a nonprofit wow. who would house it because that was one of the stipulations it had to be a 501 C3. But it couldn't be a church. It could be a school. It could be a ministries. It could be whatever. But it couldn't be a church.
0: Okay, um, so okay. then we had to
1: convince people that this is something that they wanted to house. So, you know, that's a difficult thing, too, because you're going to other boards. Boards don't meet but once a month. Yeah, they have to think yeah. about it. They have to sleep on it. They have to, you know, pray on it. <laughs> they right, have to do all right. those things. And we had to put together a proposal because the FCC has an application form and they're asking you all types of questions that you really don't know in advance. Where are you going to put your tower? Um, Um. (laughs) (laughs) You know, know, where's your studio going to be? Mm. Um, But you got to kind of make all this stuff up. right? And then you had to apply by a certain date. Wouldn't you know that that was a year... That we had a government shutdown,
0: no right kidding. at
1: the time that the deadline was oh, approaching, which gave us a couple of extra weeks. The deadline, it the the um, government shutdown only happened for a couple of weeks. yeah, but it gave us a few extra weeks to get all of our paperwork together. You have to send it off to the FCC in Washington. And then you wait for a year. A year. <laughs> you just sit wow. around twiddling your thumbs. People yeah. are asking you every time they see you out in public. So what's happening with the radio station? What's happening with the radio station? You know, and you say, Well, we're waiting for we're waiting to hear from the FCC. You don't know because you don't know who else has applied. Right. So there right. were six other entities in this area not just here in Webster, but in the whole St. Louis region, they also applied. Wow! So they had to go through, and one by one, they got eliminated until it came down to us. As I say, we were the last man standing. Wow. Wow. And then only then could we begin to do fundraising.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, so So all that time,
1: nope, no need to go out and do fundraising, because if you don't have a station, if you don't have a
0: license— there, there's nothing to fundraise for. To fundraise to for. Fundraise wow. For.
1: So then the next year was spent fundraising.
0: Okay. So do, is there like a certain amount of time that they give you to be able to even get the radio yes. station up and you going? you have three years. Okay, so at least three years. Okay, That that's a decent amount of time to do yes. some fundraising. but a lot but... of
1: people don't because, no, it's not just fundraising. Within that three-year period, you have to not only raise the money, you have to build the station, and you have to be on the air. Yeah. So that means that you you also have to have production, content. Yeah. You have to have people trained on equipment. Yeah. You have to have the studio built, the tower in place. All those things have to be in place at the, at the end of three years. We got on the air one week prior to our three-year deadline.
0: One week prior. We
1: Woo. came on during the Christmas season. Can you cut imagine it, that? I mean, cut cutting it, it close. close. Yeah. But we had content. Because you can't just come on and say, well, now <laughs> I'm just going to talk for the next 24 hours yeah, right, right, and yeah. do it like Ooh, that. Yeah. And, but thank goodness we had people, because I had been talking to people through the Chamber of Commerce, there were people who were ready to go when, when, they, you know, when people would say, well, how many people do you have listening? And I would have to look at them and say, you,
0: <laughs> me.
1: But there were producers who said, you know what, we believe in this and yeah. we will support it. And they pay us just a little bit of money every week to be on the air. It yeah. basically covers production and helps us keep the internet and the lights on.
0: That's good, that's but good. But people
1: had faith in it, yeah. and now it has grown and grown, and now we've got you.
0: Right, right. Well, <laughs> that's something. That's something. <laughs> yeah, so it, it, it has
1: been a six-year process for me Wow. to wow. get us to this point. And now we've been on the air just a little over a year.
0: Wow, so... So would you say then that one of your big family goals was to always have your own radio station? Was that like a big long-term vision?
1: It wasn't necessarily a big long-term vision until we came here. It was always one to work in the business because I never really thought that I could ever have my own radio station. Wow! But what is interesting, um, this is a little family history, one of my... Dad's cousins, Don Barksdale, lived in Berkeley, California. And we used to always travel out there to Berkeley to visit the family out there. Okay. And Don was a big time club owner. He used to bring in all of the uh, up and coming artist that eventually became very, very, very big artist of the time, okay, but he would bring them into his club, and we would go out and visit him, and I used to think this was the coolest man ever, he was one of the first blacks to ever play wow. in the National Basketball League, really? you know, back in the 50s, Wow. so he just, to me, just really had it going on, and Absolutely. just actually, a few years ago, I was talking to his widow, and she said to me, she says, that is interesting that you have a radio station, she said, you know your cousin Don owned a radio station out here in Berkeley? I was like, what? Oh, I had wow. no idea that he owned a radio station. It's
0: amazing. So, I guess it's just It's in the blood. In the blood. Yeah
1: yeah <laughs> yeah so that was interesting bit of family trivia and now i have my grandson working here in the station he helps to program the station oh nice and his background now is he's a producer he produces his own music and everything he's up on spotify shout out to chase sanchez yeah. you know but again you know it's a being able to bring the family along
0: Absolutely. And
1: to be able to provide them with the platform for what they're doing. I've even brought my three-year-old granddaughter in, and she does a, she's done a, a promo and a tag.
0: Oh, yeah? <laughs> That's great. That's great. So she's able to, to start living her life a little on air. That's awesome. That's
1: right. We cannot even pass by here. And she says, you know, got to go to the radio station.
0: Radio station. <laughs> when does she get her own show? Is that- hey,
1: you know, please, let's right. not know. <laughs>
0: Hey, She's enough know.
1: to handle as it is. Don't make her a diva.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe maybe she'd be great with her own show. Who I knows? Think she I mean, would. You know, it's
1: <laughs> She's 4 and
0: I'm sure she has a lot to say.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If oh, you, anybody very... that has a 4-year-old knows they have a lot
0: to say. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, who so who all out uh, of your family is in, involved in the radio station in some okay, way? Okay. Well,
1: form. my daughter um, has helped me with the website. Okay, great. You know, and, and, and social media. Yeah. And then Che comes in. Actually, Che designed our logo. No when kidding. he was... 14, 15 years old. Really? Yeah. So he designed our logo and now he comes in and he helps to program the station. He helps to also produce the shows and do post production work on it. So he really loves that type of thing. And he's getting to meet all the people that come in and out, especially on the weekends, is when he works. And, you know, he has his other job. You know, he works in the restaurant, you know, one of the finer restaurants here in Webster, though. But Mm. the thing is, is that, you know, his love is of the business. And he just wasn't gonna have an opportunity because the business has really changed since I came into it. You know, it used to be that all the stations were owned individually. When I was working, I worked for KZK, KYKY, KSD. I worked for Channel 4, KMOV. Now we look wow. at these stations and they're all part of conglomerates.
0: Yeah. yeah. So it's
1: you don't have the same amount of flexibility nor do you have the same number of opportunities for people to come in, for people to do uh, training, have internship programs. And again, by us being in a top 20 market, most people don't realize when they go to school in these markets and they graduate with a degree in broadcasting, they think they're going to start in this market. Not you now need to go to – Cairo, Illinois, Peoria, uh, wow. you know, little small communities, and you cut your feet, you know, not to cut, cut, your cut your feet, cut, your, okay. feet wet, cut <laughs> your teeth, yeah, okay, cut your teeth, you know, feet wet, that's right, one of those things, right, right. But you may go to Springfield, you may go to Cape Girardeau, you know, you may start and then you work your way up yeah into these larger markets. Yeah. I was fortunate in that I graduated from San Francisco State mm. and then I did an internship that was actually housed inside of an ABC television station. And I just wandered mm. around when I was on break and saw everybody and got to know them and back then, you know, it really was who you knew versus right, what you do. Right. <laughs> and when an opening came for production, they asked me, would you like to be the, produ- you know, help on the production? And I was like, yeah. So my first job in the business, I worked for KGO TV in San Francisco. I was the telephone girl for for right. one so, of
0: the, the. So when you mean, what you mean by telephone girl, though, is that somebody would call in for the show. And you screen them? That's it. Oh, okay. And okay.
1: let me tell you, that was an eye-opener. Oh really? Because people would call up. It was a community affairs show. It was a three-hour community affairs show on a all Saturday right. morning in San Francisco, and we talked about a lot of issues. Especially back then, when I was back there, back in the seventies, there were all kind of issues happening, and oh my goodness, people yeah. were talk I mean, they would call up, and they were raging, and they oh would just rant, and they'd rave, and they'd scream, and they'd yell, and they'd curse, and I'd have to be very calm. Okay, sir. Well, I'll determine whether you not whether or not you go on the air. <laughs> <laughs> click, put you on hold, you know. And if, I, if they were on hold for too long, they'd hang up, they'd call back, and then they would curse me out because I didn't have them on the air. You know, oh, I was like, man. okay, I'm click.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, sir, I'll try again. Uh, yeah, exactly. Put you on hold.
1: <laughs> and then I would hold up the card for the on air person to let them know which line they needed to pick up in wow. order to answer the call. So that was my first job in the business. Wow. And I tell you, I, I met everybody because out of san francisco i mean we had big name guests on yeah because we were like the top three market so being backstage i got to meet everybody because I was the telephone girl, and they all wanted to be nice to the telephone girl. See, back then, they we were girls, we were boys, we were, you know, right, you could right, sit at yeah, your desk, you yeah. could smoke, you could curse each other out, you could drink, <laughs> you, could, you could do everything back then, you know, you can't right. do any, they took the fun out of this business. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I think we all watched uh, WKRP Cincinnati, yeah, well, right? So, I mean, things were a little bit different.
1: It was very different back then. <laughs> but those shows, I'm telling you, that was what it was like. You know, I mean, I can tell you, people really did. They, you know, we would have parties. We would have, maybe when I was in sales, we yeah. would have a big sale, and the and the sales manager was like, okay, everybody, come on in the office. And we'd come in the office, we'd open up some wine, some beer, and sit and drink and have a good time, you know, <laughs> and, you know, sing. Our big song when I worked oh, at one gosh. station was um, Queen. We would sing, we are the champions. Yeah. And do you know, I still run into some of my coworkers today And we just crack up about that, and we all sing, "We are the champions." Together, it just hasn't gone away. It's just the greatest time. Then,
0: oh man! So
1: I still have a lot of. I try to have a lot of fun here. I give the guys um, not wine, they get coffee.
0: Well, we get coffee, you know, (laughs) but and water. Yeah, coffee and water. That's right,
1: exactly. It's a
0: good time. It's a good time. Yeah. (laughs) So. you know, ultimately like what what's the big vision for the future of like the radio station and and where do you want to take it and, and and how does that tie into the success that you see for you know your family and personally
1: you know the more I can have a platform for people like you you know for people like like dr Nick for people like Amanda yeah. for people like Greg and Robin and you know people that come in and do these shows that to me is my vision because yeah where else can you go and do this? You know, the right. stations are, right. are shutting down, they're automating, they're doing all these things, they don't offer the same opportunities. But the small business person is the, the backbone of our country. Absolutely. And too often, it costs too much to advertise in the newspapers and on other radio stations. Right. So to right. be able to be hyper-targeted, is is really a good thing for businesses. They can afford to be on the air. They can afford to reach their their community. They can show and provide education for their community, which sets them up as the expert, which hopefully then allows them to become the person, the go-to person when that person has a a service or a need. With technology today, we're able to provide a platform that gives you the quality recording that you need that you can then take and put on your podcast and things like that that helps you to expand.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're in this to to empower other people, Absolutely. empower people in the community, to be able to to help grow their businesses. Their businesses. Absolutely.
1: Okay. You know, I mean I am I am a senior citizen. You know, that's the thing I look at. I am a senior citizen. I am a retired person. Okay. But I gained so much knowledge from being in the business. Hmm. And to be able to share that knowledge with others, why should I? Why should I go to my grave with all of this information in my head? Oh, when, well, when you know, you know, when when they come to my funeral, they're going to look at that tombstone. It's going to say, "In here is an empty shell because she gave all her knowledge away."
0: That's good. That's good.
1: That's the way it's supposed to be. I shouldn't go to my grave with it in here, knowing having an experience and all that. Give it away to the next person, the next person, the next generation, the next group. Yeah, because there is power in in radio.
0: Absolutely. Well, I I love that general principle for leadership, though. Giving giving it all away. Give right? it all away. Right. An empty being an empty vessel. That's uh, it. that You've given it all away. Gave it all away. You know, so so often we we get caught up and just trying to kind of hold our place, you know, and and and, and trying to. Trying to show everybody else what we know, and and uh, you know we want to try to protect ourselves. But yes. there is a huge principle in you know equipping other people that we we lead and that we you know have influence in our lives, and just giving them all the knowledge that we can to help them to to succeed and flourish.
1: Right, and then you pass it on to the next group of people, and the yeah. next group of people, and down the road, you know, people look back and they say, well, "Where would that start?"
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: you can say, "Well, you know, it started in that little bitty." Studio <laughs> at 111 East Waymire. Right,
0: right. You know, with a table the that if you banged on it, you know, it would, it would
1: reverb. Right, know, right. Gotta, <laughs> I, it,
0: it has helped me, though. Um, be I used to have the speaking issue whenever I was sitting at a table where I would bang my hand on it. So, you know... Uh, it's it's helped me with that. So that's good. The whole reverb thing. That's, that's right. So that's, yeah, yeah. And there are people that, <laughs> that, for
1: instance, I think about Rebecca now who is in Toastmasters and she has the What's Up With Business. And yeah. I've listened to her shows now. She's been on the air all year long. And I'm saying to her, wow you are so smooth now so you know the things that she wants to do in toastmasters she's able to come and bring those same skills right here and be able to introduce business people i listen to you now compared to when you first came on the air oh thank you and it is just you are just like smooth like silk now and it's the ability that every week you know that you need to do certain things to prepare yourself for this show
0: yeah you got to get your guest yeah. You know,
1: you've got to have a theme, yeah. you've got, to, you came in with your music, you prepare yourself, yeah. you have to be here on time, you do those things, and that's all a part of you developing who Matt is.
0: Right, right, as, as a, I guess, a radio and podcast personality.
1: You know, guru. <laughs> that's right, I'm into helping producing divas and gurus. Divas and gurus, that's
0: awesome. <laughs> we even have that's one awesome. girl,
1: she calls herself Kiba the Diva.
0: <laughs> yeah, I hope I don't never, like, go over the diva side, because... <laughs> <laughs> Seems like that could be going astray, but yeah. <laughs> it could be. But there's nothing wrong
1: with being a guru, right? Because right. there's somebody that's going to say to you at some point, Matt, how do you do what you do?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely. I mean, it's uh, it's definitely. I mean, been a, a personal journey for me, uh, just learning and growing with with this experience. I mean, this this whole podcast was, well, a radio show was kind of just a, I mean, it started off with the idea of doing a podcast. Yeah. it was just kind of a, a passion project. And uh, it, it just falling into being uh, on the radio and, and kind of into this opportunity to put it on the radio has, has been kind of. I mean, everybody's always, you know, said I should be on radio because oh, I've, voice got, is I've great. got the face for it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, I guess maybe that's what they meant. No, I don't know. your voice was like,
1: the moment I heard your voice, it was like, that guy needs to be on. Well, <laughs> and I like the way that you divide your show up with the working for moms and the working for dads. Yeah, well, You know, thank because you. we're able to actually again hyper target within a hyper target right you know right. and and we can set the show apart and then we run the half an hour down the in the week just for moms
0: yeah, and, yeah. We,
1: and we have it set up so that it comes on at a time when we know moms are gonna be tuning in and then you have the dads it's on at a different time in the week and that that type of um, actually looking at demographics and letting it work for you. Yeah. That's the key yeah. thing. You know, a lot of times we just we throw stuff out there, people that are doing podcasts, they don't really know about the demographics. When are people listening? How are they listening? What right. are their listening patterns? Where are they listening? Yeah. And yeah. you know, so they can spend a lot of time and hopefully not too much money trying to learn that.
0: Right. But
1: then they have to have the, the equipment. Right. You have to go out and buy the equipment and the microphones and do all those kinds of things, learn how to edit. Yeah. Well, we provide you with those types of you know, yeah. platforms so that you yeah. don't have to do all of that. You can just worry about getting your guests and getting here on time.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So if, if somebody how, – how would you suggest somebody kind of go about trying to develop the idea of like a, a radio show or a podcast or some sort of content? Like what, what kind of process – would you suggest to kind of go through?
1: I'd say look at what your passion is. Okay. Because that is what each one of our guests and our producers has done. We look at what their, their real interest, where it lies. Yeah. For instance, like Amanda, her uh-huh. interest lies in health and helping people be healthy through organic foods, nutrition, things like that. Absolutely. Dr. Nick believes in the health of the spine. Yeah. You know, And he talks about that, and he helps people to understand that it's the spine that right, provides right. all of the, the the sense of health. And, and if your spine is out of a line, your health is going to be out of a line. Right, you, right. you are business. You look at, from a very unique standpoint, how does a working mom juggle her career? How does a working dad, how do they now not get caught up in that trap right. of Working so much to make a living that they no longer have life. Yeah. You know, we've got another group. Their whole passion is promoting family relationships, promoting healthy marriages. Right. You know, right. everybody comes on with their passion. And so the passion has to be not about making money, but the knowledge that you want to share with someone else. Like I say, when you give them the knowledge, the money will come.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. But if you
1: go out there wanting to become a millionaire right off the top, then you're it's like it it comes through that you're not genuinely wanting to help people you're looking to serve yourself
0: right but right. when
1: you open yourself up to the world to the community and you say i'm giving you me yeah then if yeah. you're giving them quality material information thoughts feelings concepts mm. it will come
0: so if it comes from a place of service you're saying that the rest will will come.
1: Absolutely, okay. it it is it is so it is so biblical, and and I use that not from a from the Bible, but biblical in an understanding way. Okay, that when you give, you receive.
0: Yes. You know, it's part Giver's
1: of th- that's right. <laughs> it's all a part of how life evolves.
0: Right. Right.
1: You know, and when we look at it, and I kind of go back to this one movie I always think of being there, where this guy all he had was knowledge, and he, but he got it from television, mm. and so he only knew a certain amount of stuff because then after a while he went to a commercial break.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, we're filling in the commercial break part
0: of it, right, 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 and
1: That's... saying this is what we know, absolutely. And if you can do this, this is going to help you in your life, in your family, in your world, right. And people resonate with that.
0: Absolutely. So if people would like to know some more information about how to get involved, do maybe their own radio show or something like that, how how would they do that?
1: They can call us right here at KWRHLP Radio. And they can call me, 314-397-7777.
0: Thank you. This has been Matt Barbie with uh, Time for Success, Business Owner Mom's Edition. If you want more information about how to grow a business to give you and your family the life you always dreamed of, give me a call, 314-441-5423.